All right, everybody, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. And where's Donna at? I need her to help us a little bit. Sister Donna. Where is she? Okay, everybody. Sister Donna, grab the mic there. Hey, stop talking. We're going to worship. Let Sister Donna get past you guys so she can get to the platform. Thank you. All right, let's concentrate on worshiping. All right? Praise God.
Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on. Let me just say one thing real quick. Sing of your love. 
have any man that can sing that? Come on, any man. Here we go. Jaquavion. That was awesome, guy. I could sing of your love forever. Come here, Ra-Ra. Come here. I could sing of your love forever. Let's try it out. Here we go. You ain't serious. Here we go. I could sing of your love forever. One more time. Everybody with hands raised. Come on. I could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. All right, give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Okay. Everybody can, in Sister Donna's class, I want to let her go first tonight. Everybody in Sister Donna's class, get in behind her so y'all can go first. All of my class can have a seat. Okay, guys, let's don't be walking on the altar. This is an altar. It's not a, it's not a gymnasium piece of furniture, okay? Let's don't be standing and walking on the altar. No, no, no. No, no. Get down. Get down. Okay, everybody with Sister Donna. Follow her and Sister Patty. While they're doing that, if y'all want to go ahead and get tickets out, Heather. Everybody in Sister Pat's class, you're going to be going with Sister Candace and Brother Derek. Get in behind them. Sister Pat's class, get in behind Candace and Derek.
Praise God. Clay, that was good while ago, man. You got a voice, boy. You really do. All right. Good job. Where's Latham at? Come here, Latham. Come here, Quavion. No. Where's Elijah at? Yeah, get up here, man. James Brown, come here. Now, the song we just finished singing, let's do it together, guys. I could sing of your love forever. 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 Okay, now, now spread out. Okay, here we go. All right, this is cool. Right, here we go. Ready? No, no, no. Come here. Come here. Not that far out. Not that far out. No, no, no. Do exactly what you were just doing. Let's get some movement going. I could sing of your love. I could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. There you go. You got it going now. I could sing of your love forever. Hey, they got it going over here, Lodge. You need to go over here. I could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. All right, give them a good hand. All right, cool. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you've got some rhythm going on. All right. Praise God. Okay. Give, give me Kennedy. Give me Alizé. Y'all not going to sing. We're going to do an offer. Come on up. Come on up. Give me Latham. Give me Franco. Come up here. Don't forget, if whoever wins gets a chance to win a free trip to Walther's Laser Tag Miniature Golf and all that stuff. Okay, whoever wins, we're going to get a chance to win that, boys or girls. Okay, Jason, come up and ask the blessing if you would. Thank you for this night, God, that we come together, God, that you just be with each and every one of us, Father. Lord, be with um, all these kids that's here tonight, Father, that you just touch their hearts, Father, touch their minds and their souls, Father. And Lord, just pray that you just be with the word tonight, God. Brother Riley brings forth the word, Father, and the hearts will be open and minds will be open, God. And Lord, we just thank you for it and thank you for all that you do for us, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Put on that, that video I have. Just play the video.
right, here we go. Girls came in with $5.34. Guys came in with $21.57. So here we go. Give the tickets out to the guys, and they're going to have a chance to win. Right, guys, get your numbers out. Hey, this this prize is like worth over twenty bucks because that's what it's going to cost to get into Walters to play laser tag and all that stuff. So it's a good deal. Bring your money next week, girls and guys, both. See who can get that free ticket. Be worth you putting in a couple dollars in the pot to try to get a twenty dollar ticket. All right, here we go, guys. You ready? Seven. Zero. Zero. Seven zero zero. Come up here. Seven zero zero. Give it up for Latrell. All right. So, so far we got Elijah and Latrell going free. 
We've got several weeks. This, this trip is going to be in April, so don't you got plenty of time, but bring your offerings in. Shh, focus, guys. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Hey, 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 hey. March 11th, we've got three weeks to get ready for a lock-in, ages 12 and up our class. We're going to have a great time locking on March the 11th, all night long here at the church. We're going to have all kinds of games, all kinds of food in, in this class. And also, we're going to have an awesome prayer time about 2 o'clock in the morning, which we will always, about midnight to 12 o'clock in that area. Okay, shh, guys, I'm having to talk over you. Okay, you're not going to go anywhere if you're talking. up here. I know you didn't do it. I'm looking at you. You did do it. Y'all talking. Anybody else have to call down? It's going to come to the front row too. All right. So about three weeks. It's going to be on Friday night, March 11th, our lock-in. Also, every Tuesday night, we had a good time last night. We need more guys to show up though for basketball. Hey, from 6 to 7 o'clock on Tuesday nights, we have men's basketball and young, young men's basketball. You guys. So come out, and uh, James James has not got a shot, so he's not he's not a he is not a danger. He's not a danger. No, actually, he did win one game last night. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did. But that's a lot of fun from six to seven, or actually went to seven thirty. Hey, shh, guys, from six to seven thirty or so, we had a blast every Tuesday night in our gym. And we're having a great time of basketball. Young ladies, come out and exercise with our ladies. They had a blast exercising. Is that a joke? Seriously. Hey. Hey. They really had a good time last night. So. Are you saying... So we have to have a buffet before you exercise. All right. Okay. Shh, bring it down. Look at me. Shh, look at me. Focus. Look at me. Kelton, if he's asking you to move, you come up the front row. Okay, one. All right, somebody needs to come up the front row to sit in this seat. We got one to the seat. Both of you guys come up front. Let's go. Both of you. Come on. Sit over there. You come up to us, and you sit over here. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's cut. If you guys are old enough to be in this class, you're going to act older. Okay, here we go. Okay. All right. In a few moments, Brother Rodney's going to be coming and giving a message, and it's going to be an awesome message tonight. But before we do that, we're going to take some altar time at our new altars. And wherever you can find a place to pray, I want you finding an altar space the next five minutes as we pray and just get a hold of God. Separate yourself. Don't be close to anybody where you have a temptation to talk and get away from everybody. Separate yourself. Find a place to pray. Let's do it. Let's go, guys. Hey, shh, does not mean talk, guys. Austin, this is serious prayer time. All you guys, find a place to pray. Yeah, but I want it.
right where you're sitting with every eye closed for a moment, let's just raise our hands and just worship him just for a moment. Right where we're sitting, let's raise our hands to the Lord. cross for you either but he did amazing grace how sweet the sound amazing love now flowing down from hands and feet that were nailed to the tree his grace flows down and Praise the Lord. Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise tonight. Come on. All right. Okay. We're going to bring Rodney up. He's got an amazing lesson for us tonight. I love what he's getting ready to teach on because I've already been dealing with some young people about this issue this afternoon. And uh, you're going to have your questions answered. That you, If you remember the conversation you had with me, where are you going? It's not time to go to the bathroom. And we had all kinds of time before church to go to the bathroom. We're going to be dismissed in about 30 minutes. We told, You know, I, I was reading some notes from a conference I went to, and this preacher got up and he said, there's two things that's going on in the church today, a disease, a bad disease, and it's, and it's called TB. TB. Anybody know what TB is? Huh? What? What is it? TB is... is what? TB is tired butts and tired kidneys. It's a disease in the church that people want to run to the bathroom not just as soon as preaching starts. So let's just chill out. We've had plenty of time to go to the bathrooms. I always do that before service starts because every time you leave, you, you break the anointing. Okay, let's give Brother Rodney a good hand. Praise the Lord. First of all, I want to bring up something. What young people was here Sunday? Did you feel God in this place Sunday? If you didn't, you better check yourself. Because God was from this wall to that wall. From that wall to that wall. You cannot stand in this place Sunday without feeling God. He was all over this place. So if you didn't feel him Sunday, you better check yourself. Because he was here. And he was here strong. There's one thing I want to say. Y'all don't know it, but tonight you're on podcast. Because I have family members that live out of state that like to hear me. And uh, I want them to know that we have the best young people in the world. That they love God and they want to serve God. I'm proud to be up here in front of these young people. 
There's some churches that you can count their young people on one hand. There's a reason that we have this many young people in this church. There's something special in this place. Tonight what I want to talk about, what do we do when we are in desperate situations? Who do we call on? Who do we depend on? Who can we trust? These are troubling times that we are living in. There are so many things in this world that's going on. People's losing their jobs. Unemployment's getting higher and higher. Finances are getting worse and worse. Divorces in homes. Drugs in homes. Alcohol in homes. Not just on top of that, people's losing their homes because they just cannot afford it. On top of that, we're having hurricanes. We're having tornadoes. We're having everything that can come up against us and destroy our lives. And the question that we keep asking ourselves is, what can we do when our backs are against the walls and we have nowhere to turn and we're in serious trouble? First of all, you ask yourself, who can I, who can I call on? Psalms 50 and 15. And call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And then I want to turn to Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and sow thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. God wants us to call on him when we're in need. Brother Jason, as a father, you want your kids to call on you when they need you. No matter what the situation is, we want our kids to, to, to know that they can depend on us, that they can call us if they're sitting in the other room or if they're three or four states away. They know that their parents are going to be there for them no matter what the situation is. They, they want to know that they can depend on us. They want to be able to call us. Just like God wants us to call on him when we're in need. The problem is, I'm going to give you a, a little example about calling on God compared to money. 98% of the Americas use a debit card to pay for everything that they use. Now, I know y'all teenagers, you depend on your parents to buy a lot of stuff for you. But y'all got that little piggy bank in the back when you want something special that parents don't know about. A lot of men, they'll put that extra 20 or 25 in the back of their wallet just in case of an emergency. Or you have an extra credit card, but you don't use it for nothing in case of emergency. And that's the problem that we have with God. A lot of us use God as an emergency. God, I'm sick today. 
Let me get him out of the back of my wallet. Call upon God. There's troubles in my home. Oh, I got to get God out. I got to use God one more time. God, I'm having problems with alcohol. Oh, can you help me? But when you're done, you shove him back down in the back of that wallet. God wants to be our debit card. God wants to be used all the time. He don't want to be in case of an emergency. God just don't want to be dealt with when there's troubles, when there's problems. God wants to be dealt with when we're in a good mood. God wants to be called on when we just want to say, God, I love you. You don't have to just use God for emergencies. Then you wonder, well, you say that God will answer my prayers. God will answer your prayers. And I'm not saying that God won't, won't answer your prayers in case of emergency. But God don't want to be just an emergency. You know, that's just like, Jason, do you want your daughter to call on you just when she needs an emergency? No. I want my son and my daughter to call me just to be calling me. Just to call and say, Dad, are you having a good day today? You know? But at the same time, whenever she's in trouble, I want her to call me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for my kids to need me. Because you know what? I need them too. It's just like God. We need God just like God needs us. If God didn't need us, why did he put us here? We're God's family. God's our father. We should be able to call on for him for anything we need. You know, I'm 47 years old. My dad's, sorry, dad, 80, 87 years old. But you know what? I still love calling my dad and saying, Dad, I got an issue. I just wanted to run it past you and see what you think about it. You know, I lost my mother whenever I was 11 years old. And I wish today that I had that mother that I could call and just to get advice. But you know what? What she did instill in me in them 11 years, I use every day. You know? And the one thing that my mother instilled in me was every time the church doors was open, I was sitting beside of her. And I, I, I try to live that today. Yeah, granted, I steered away. You know, I had a lot of issues, but God's a forgiving God. He's a loving God. He wants me to call on him when I'm in trouble. You know, you ask, who can I depend on? John 15, 4 through 7. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit 
of itself, except it abide in a vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am a vine, ye are the branches. Ye that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as branches, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. God just wants you to ask. He just wants you to call and talk to him. For whatever needs you need, he just wants to he just wants to hear from you. You know, a tree cannot grow leaves on limbs alone. It needs a trunk. You know the old saying, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Who cares? Who cares what comes first? Because without either one of them, they're nothing. Without God, I'm nothing. I need that, I need that trunk for me to grow. Just like I need my father for me to grow. Just like my kids need me for them to grow. God is there not just as a doctor or a lawyer. He's not just there as a psychiatrist. Granted, he's all them, but he's not just there for that. He's there for a loving ear, a loving shoulder just to cry on. He's there to take care of the things that you're not sure how to take care of. You know, I know she's not in here, but Candace just got married. And she now depends on her husband. But you ask Candace, and I guarantee what she'll say, she still depends on that man sitting right there. No matter how far we go away, we always depend on our father. Now, I'm not putting mothers down. Believe you me, I need my mother. We all need our mother. But this is about God. This is about our father. We need our father. We need God in our lives. Can we trust? Who can we trust? Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all the ways acknowledge him and he shall direct the paths. In Jeremiah 32 and 27, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? You know what? God's more or less, you know the old saying flipping his collar a little bit. There's nothing too big for God. God's sitting there saying that right now, throw anything at me, I'm big enough to take it. You know, if you need protection, if it's 
out there or if it's at home, you can call on God and he can be a bodyguard. If you need healing, you can call on God and he can be that doctor you need. If you need someone just to sit and listen, God can be that ear. You know, you put, whenever you leave here and you start your car up, you're trusting that car will get you home tonight. And that car, I worked 13 years at Toyota. I built cars for a living. That car that you're putting your life in is made by man. But you cannot trust a God that made that man made that vehicle I mean does it make sense you'll put your life or your children's life in the hands of a man but you won't put it in the hands of God I'm getting ready to slow down I want if you could stand I want to ask you some questions. And I want you to think deep. Because God put this on me for somebody. There's somebody that this is needed. Is everything in your life seem not to be going well? Do you feel like the walls are closing in? Do you feel like the walls are caving in on you? Are you having troubles at home? Are you afraid there's no one that you can turn to? Are you looking for the answers and just don't know where to go? God's here. God has the answer for whatever your need is. There's somebody here tonight... that needs God there's somebody here tonight that is having issues that they don't know how to deal with I'm telling you now God is the issue God is the answer for everything I'll tell you a little bit about myself after my mom passed away I ran from God I ran from God thinking I was going to find that answer somewhere else. I tried everything out there to try to find the answer. I was an alcoholic. And let me tell you, that answer is not at the bottom of a bottle. I did drugs. There would be nights that I would stay up two, three nights in a row. And when I came down, thinking I was trying to find that answer, when I came down, I slept for three days. When I woke up, the problem was still there. I ran and ran and ran. And it just seemed like nothing was, nothing was happening right for me. My life kept falling apart. But I realized 
what I was running from. I realized what the answer was. I got on my knees and I prayed to God to take these problems away from me. I, I, I got on my knees and I asked God to, to void that hole that was in my heart that I've been searching for for years. It is here for you. And the only thing that I'm asking is, if there's an issue in your heart, I ask you to come tonight. Come to a bank that the debit card never runs out. This is the place for you. And God is the answer for anything that you need. head bowed and every eye closed. What an awesome job, Rodney. Thank you for that great word. Tonight with every head bowed and every eye closed, nobody looking around. Totally focused. How many has been doing, don't raise your hand on this one, but how many has been doing what Brother Rodney has said? We've been putting God in our back pocket and just bringing him out when we need him. Don't raise your hand. Don't, 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 don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Don't okay, well, you can't raise your hand. Everybody keep praise. That's okay. You know that's what you've been doing. And, and now it's time for you to start thinking like Brother Rodney said about putting God first. Not waiting till you have to have him, but having him there all the time. And loving him having that relationship with him tonight those that raised your hand already I want you to step out and just come into the altar I want you to kneel down at this, these altars up here and I want you just to say just tell God it's not an emergency situation this is you coming and just being with God amen find your altar space and listen something about kneeling down Bowing before the Lord. Tired of just having a God there when I need Him. I want Him in my life all the time. When I wake up in the morning, I want to be able to say, Hello, God. I want to feel His presence. I want to feel His peace. I want to feel the joy of having a relationship with We love dwelling in your presence. Your dwelling place. Oh Lord Almighty. For my soul longs and even faints for you. For you. For you. Be
relationship with people. Not just in a time of an emergency, but all the time. Still, some sitting back here, and the seats are standing back here. That you, you really, God was pulling you to the altar a while ago. You just kind of stood your ground. You was not going to move. He's not going to force you ever to step out and come to the altar for prayer. But don't hold back. It is, man, it is just don't. It's not worth it. It is not worth holding back. His presence is so awesome.
stay in this worship mode just for a moment. Just now, and I hate it when we have these short services, but I feel we're just now tapping into something tonight. You know, I feel that I feel His presence in here. What Rodney was talking about Sunday morning, man, what an awesome time that was! Right in the middle of one of our slow songs, and we was worshiping. It felt like a wave just coming here, and like bam, there it was. He wants you to feel Him. He wants you to know how good He is. He wants you to experience Him, putting His arms around you and loving you. He wants you to understand who he is through his word, the knowledge. But isn't it awesome that we have something that all those people in the Old Testament didn't have? They knew about him. They walked They walked and saw the evidence of God. They saw the waters parting, things we haven't seen. But they could not feel what we feel. I'm forgiven. And I'm forgiven. Praise God. Because you were so God is... God's honoring his word. He said if we would build, let me tell you what he said. God told me if we would build these altars, he would start drawing people in. When we build a place for his presence to dwell, he would draw people to that. And she just said this young man that came in, just he, he drives a truck or traveling. So he's traveling for work and God just pulled him here tonight. Hey, how many churches are in Madisonville that he could have been pulled to? Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? But that's what's happening with you guys, too. You're starting to feel things. Austin, come here, boy. See, 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 you got... No, you don't have to turn, turn around and look at me. You got, this, you got this facade that you try to put up all the time and try to be cool, and everybody knows how cool you are. And I, I, you're not as cool as I am. You'll, you'll never be. But, but the anointing of God that is upon you has not changed. Look at me. I mean, look at me. I mean, focus on what I'm saying. The anointing has not changed. That's not the first time I've told you this. Okay, so don't take it lightly. You start seeking God. See what he's got for you. Amen. Praise God. All right. 
Hey guys, I want to see you here Sunday morning. Man, we've had, we're having some awesome services. Don't miss Sunday morning. Don't miss Sunday morning. All right. Okay, we're going to dismiss a little bit early because I know the weather's been yucky and parents want kids home and yada, yada, yada and all this stuff. So we're going to honor that tonight. We won't walk in rebellion tonight. We'll get you home. So grab somebody's hand next to you. Raise them up high. Raise them up as unity, unified. Somebody grab somebody's hand. Come on, come on. Everybody should have somebody's hand. And everybody grabs my and says, oh, gosh, I got the pastor's hand. Oh, man. Heather. Father God, we just lift you up, Lord, and we thank you so much for being in this place tonight. And I thank you for the word that you brought forth through Rodney, Lord. And I pray that each one here tonight will take that home with them, Lord, that they'll remember the words that was said to them, that they'll... Um, just let it stew in their hearts, Lord, as they lay down tonight to go to sleep, that those words will just come back to them and refresh them, Lord, and guide them and direct them to what you want from each and every one of them. And Lord, bless us all. Take care of us as we go home. Keep us safe, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that we'll just have an anointed night and a new great day tomorrow in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't anybody go out of the sanctuary until I know those classes have dismissed. So, uh, Jason, are you guys... Diane, would you see if they're if they're ready to dismiss back there also? Tell them we're ready. Stay in the sanctuary till we tell you to leave the sanctuary. Lift your head, you sinner.